Join me right now on Kumite TV is surging featherweight destroyer Shane Burgos. What's going on, Shane? Not much, man. Thanks for having me. No doubt, man. Uh, man, you're coming off the biggest win of your career so far against Cub Swanson. Was there anything that you proved to yourself? You know, you proved a lot to others, but to yourself in that victory. Yeah, hundred percent. That's a great question. I, I proved to myself what I knew all along, but I never really got a chance to, to prove it because I didn't have the opponent. But I proved that I am one of the best by fighting and beating Kefon. If you could critique your performance, what did you not like about the performance after you watched it again? Overall, yeah, I mean, I'm happy with it, but overall, I'd give myself like a like a B plus. There's definitely a lot of stuff that I feel like I could have uh, worked more at. And I mean, I, I feel like if I really pushed it, I could have got the finish, and I'm, I pride myself in being a finisher. I'm a little disappointed I didn't get the finish, but um, overall, like I said, B plus. You know, I talked to Cub before his his recent fight against Kron, and he was talking about how he respected you after that fight. You know, what does it mean for you to get that respect? You know, because it doesn't always come that way after you beat yeah. your opponent. Yeah, that's that, that, that's awesome to hear. I didn't, I didn't hear that, so I got to go back and listen to that interview. That's really cool to hear because I've been watching that dude since I was like 15 years old, man. Like I met him at the UST fan, uh, first fan expo. When he was just walking around, nobody really knew who he was either. And he was, he was fighting WC. And I was like, wow, Coach Swanson. I was like, what's up? Can I get a picture of him now? I was 17 years old at the time. So that's pretty cool. You outstruck a striker, especially a veteran like Cub. What does that do for your confidence overall in your striking abilities? I always knew I was a great striker. I, I think it just proved that I am one of the best strikers in the division. I, I really do believe that. I truly believe that. You said after that fight, you know, you wanted to come back in around August, September. Was there anything that delayed your return? No, I had a vacation at the end of August. I wanted to come back a little bit before that. So that, that was the only time slot that I couldn't go uh, fight. But um, then I went on in September, and then they were like, you know, you're just getting back from vacation, so I'm going to just wait a little bit longer. And I was like, you know what, November 2nd right there, MSG. So I was like, I'll take it. You're sitting at 28 years old, six fights yeah. deep into your UFC career. Are you in your prime or are you just scratching the surface of your potential right now? I, I truly believe I'm just scratching the surface. I feel like I made leaps and bounds of improvement since my cub fight. Like that the past however many months that was, I feel like I've gotten so much better in, in that short window of time. So uh, I feel like I'm literally just scratching the surface and the sky's the limit for me. What did you focus on in that six months of time that you had off to allow yourself to develop? You know, what, what did you focus on? What did you work on? Could you give us some details? Yeah, getting better everywhere. Like I'm, I'm obsessed with not just being good in one spot, being good everywhere, defensively, offensively, wrestling, uh, offense, wrestling, defense, uh, jiu-jitsu, offensive defense. Uh, you can't be a, a one-dimensional fighter in this sport. And uh, I work my weaknesses just as hard as I work my strengths. Uh, so I just really focused on just getting good everywhere. MSG, like you mentioned, UFC 244, one of the biggest cards of the year. Yeah. Makwan Amir Khani is your opponent. What are your thoughts on him and the skill set he brings to the octagon? He's a solid opponent. I think it's going to be a fun fight. Um, I think he's going to be trying to take me down most of the fight. I think I'm going to obviously keep me on the feet. So it's one of those striker versus grappler kind of fights. But uh, I got really good takedown defense, and I'm not too bad off my back. If you watch my first couple amateur fights, I used to pull guard. So um, I'm not going to stress over, over his strengths too much. Obviously, I'm going to focus on my own strengths and keep his in the back of my mind, keep him in the well, not in the back of my mind, but right there, just so I know what he's going to try to do. But um, I'm not going to – I don't like to um, obsess over my opponent's strengths like some uh, some people do, and then they end up taking away from their own strengths. So, like, I'm just going to try to take me down. Don't throw any, anything crazy because you might try to catch a kick and take focus on your strengths and keep his uh, – keep 
his strengths are where. Getting into training for this fight, for this opponent, you know, did you add anything new to your schedule to allow you to elevate yourself? I wouldn't say anything new. I've been, the last two fights, I really kicked up cardio a ton. I've been, I'm in phenomenal shape. Like I have a new strength and conditioning coach I've been working with for a little over a year now. Uh, literally down the road from my house to work out. He's a great guy, one of my best friends now. Uh, lead elite athletic training. And uh, Tiger Shulman's, those are my, my two teams right there. And I've just been killing it with them. Who are the, the coaches, you know, that you focus with primarily at Tiger Shulman's? Because, you know, everybody knows yep. Tiger Shulman, but the other coaches, on the, you know, they don't really get the love. Give them some love, man. He's our, he's our head coach, Tiger Shulman, but then it's also his brother, Ron Shulman, who's like right under him. And then we have a boxing coach who's, again, like right under him. So the three of them are basically the three masterminds. Ray Velez is his name, by the way, the boxing coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's my man. Um, yeah, you really see him in the corner. He, he's, he's hilarious. He keeps the mood light on fight week. He's fun to be around. Amir Khani, he's a guy that likes to play head games during fight week. Do you enjoy uh, the opponent that kind of talks trash to you to sell that fight for you a little bit? Uh, I've only had really, like, I'd say Pepe was the only fight that I really had that was kind of like that, where he was like, I'm in the hotel and trying to mug me. And I was just like, it's not, it's not. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know how I would react to it, but actually, I, I freaking thrived in it. When I got, when he got my face to weigh-ins, I was like, oh, this, this is fun. This, this made my, my blood, like, uh, I, I was amped. I was ready to go right then and there. So, um. I guess yeah, I, I liked it, and it made, it made beating him up even even more fun, honestly. So uh, if he tries to do that, cool. If he doesn't, doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, I mean, if he's my friend or if he's not, I gotta go in there and I gotta provide for my family. So I'm gonna take him out, whether he's a dick or or a cool guy. With uh, this guy, you know, Amir Khani, he's a name. He's he's a prospect. He's a guy coming up. You beat him. You know, where do you see yourself in a division? Do you see yourself, you know, taking a fight? At the end of this year or early next year, what do you see? Since it's November, it'll probably be early next year if I if I had to guess. But um, yeah, I'm definitely expecting someone in the top fifteen after this one. But I'm not sleeping on this guy. This guy is not a. This is not an easy fight. I mean, anyone you fight in the UFC isn't is an easy fight. I mean, a lot of people are telling me like, oh, what? Like, why'd you take this fight to lose lose? I'm like, it's not a lose lose. It's a lose lose if you had that in your in your mind. But I'm looking at it like I'm gonna go in there and try to make a statement off this guy. I'm not just trying to look for a win, look for a paycheck. I want to make a statement and let everybody know that I'm here. I, yeah, I think it's a it's a pretty it's pretty clear what this matchup is all about. It's about who's going to become the next guy to step into the top fifteen. If Amir Khan exactly. goes in there and does his job, he's the next guy, right? Yeah, numbers don't mean shit. I mean, the, rank, yeah. the rankings do muddy the water a lot because yeah, I expected a, a number next to my opponent's name, and I got a little bit obsessed, like looking at the top fifteen, like who am I going to get? Who am I going to get? And then I got him. And I was like, oh, I wasn't really expecting that, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> we're fighters, and we're all in the UFC. We're all good. UFC 245 in early December, you know, I'm pretty sure you got your eye on this fight, Max Holloway versus Alex Volkanovsky. What is your breakdown of the fight, and do you have a prediction? That's a great fight. It's a fun fight. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Max, though. Max is just, dude, he's huge, man. He really is big, and Volkanovsky's not the biggest, though, at 145. I know he walked around heavy, but he walks around heavy, but uh, so height-wise, I think Max is going to be able to keep him away, keep his distance. I think Volkanovsky's obviously going to try to close the distance, like he did with Aldo, keep him against the fence. Uh, make it more of a, a lulling fight, try to tire his arms out and look for the finish towards the end. But I'm going to have to go with Max. I'm going to say Max. Bogdanovsky is super tough. So I'm going to go with Max by decision. Beside yourself, who do who else do you see being able to take out Max? Because he he is a kind of a tough puzzle to solve. That's a great question. I got to look at the top uh, top ten again. I, I I like the the Cater versus um Magomed Sharipov fight. 
I like the winner of that fighting him maybe. Um, or the zombie versus Ortega fight. Ortega already fought him. It was a little bit over a year ago. I would like to see zombie fight him. The zombie is one of those. He's, he's awkward. He's a, he's a weird kind of fighter. Like he, he does crazy stuff. He, it's, it takes a heart, man. Max is really freaking good. And he's got cardio for days. He's got great length, great combinations. Um, I would like to see zombie fight him. And I would like to see the winner of Cater uh, versus Zabi uh, fight him too. Speaking of the zombie, maybe you might have to stay in shape in December because, you know, if one of those guys fall out, that's a main event right there. You could hop in and uh, get yourself hey, a quick paycheck right there, a big fight. Exactly. My thoughts is that I'll get paid. I'll, I'll, I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, one last thing before I let you go, you know, there's many different types of competitors in mixed martial arts. Do you consider yourself at this point in your career a martial artist or a prize fighter? I'd say both. I, I started out this this game just for the love of it i didn't want to i didn't I, I, in the back of my mind i wanted to be a fighter but i was like i, I can't do that man it's crazy but started out just, i loved it I, I fell in love with it for my first class um but now uh i got a family <laughs> i gotta provide for them so yeah i definitely consider myself a prize fighter martial artist and a prize fighter so i'm, I'm, I'm answering both all right man november 2nd ufc 244 msg new york city yeah. the weeks Man, yeah. thanks Shane for the time. Good luck on the fight, and uh, your your future is bright, man. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Have a good one. All right. Have a good night.